Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another Out of the Basement Podcast. My name is always Devin Turak, and today I'm only joined by Patrick Gleason. Yeah, I survived, Fiona. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, you at least had an excuse not to be available to do it tonight, except that <laughs> you, your excuse that you didn't have internet finally got fixed. But yes. uh, but no one else... Okay, okay. Um, the other Patrick also has an excuse. He has a really, really sore throat. He's been having yeah, trouble speaking for like the last two or three weeks. Like, if this is an ongoing thing. He's had this trouble with his throat. So it's totally understandable that he, he wouldn't be able to make it to a recording tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, exactly. we specifically had this episode being recorded late on a Saturday because Dwayne had a event during the day that he had to take part in and he was not able to join us before five o'clock. He's like, oh yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, he said five. And then we're we're like, let's do it at six so everyone has time to actually do stuff beforehand. It's a much Uh more convenient time for everyone. Well, didn't even bother coming online today. And uh, of course, our good buddy, Paul, who will never hear this, so he won't know that we're bitching about him uh, because he's listening to the show, (laughs) has absolutely zero excuse. Oh, he actually, he's even worse off because he actually read the message. We put in another thing about the podcast Mm -hmm. and we were talking about it in our Discord chat about it. He's like, oh, I didn't know there's one happening tonight. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, we're doing it anyway. It's it's at six o'clock. Are you going to join us? Uh, I I have to go get dinner now. Which he's still not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, on... he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> like we can see him playing another game with someone else it's okay not like... let's not turn this into a bitch fest let's just actually do our week slash uh, m- month in the hobby at this point um yeah, well, we're... Uh, i was gonna say i haven't done very much because i had no power no no first first no power for over a week and then we got power because we hooked up the generator enough that i could have you know a, a extension cord going all with the stairs to my room <laughs> But then we got power back, but when they put the power back, the electric company cut the cable wire, <laughs> so we lost internet for over two weeks. Jesus I Christ. Mean, I couldn't I imagine was, living without internet for two weeks. I mean, I had a bit of internet, because I was using, but I was using my own personal data. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, just even watching some YouTube and stuff, your data gets chewed up. Yeah, so when I was working in the office um, at lunchtime, I would basically just watch a show on my phone, right? And mm-hmm. I, before I got wise to the fact that I could just download the show to my phone beforehand and then watch it yeah. there without using data, I would basically be streaming. And usually around day 25 or 26 of the month, I would start getting low on, on data usage or uh, low yeah. on data. But now I'm now on an unlimited uh, uh, plan, so I, I don't really care about that anymore. Well. I also was like, because I wanted, like, I've been away for over a week from work, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll start using my data for work. And anyone who does knows Outlook with generic mailbox deliveries, that sucked up over three gigs a day. Holy crap. That's because more than streaming. Outlook, that exactly. That's because Outlook, well, the mailboxes we, uh, we access are huge, right? Right. And they're constantly checking the server. Which means it's constantly up updating. <laughs> so I was like, "Holy shit!" So then after that, they're like, "Okay, go into go into the office." So I'm like, "Okay," but my I was getting close to the cap, so I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to start playing too many games or watching too many movies." Right. 
because I'm getting near the edge, so I'm going to keep it for, like, you know, small stuff here and there, some news and that, but it was like... <laughs> also, keep, keeping though. keeping uh, track with what the ISP is doing. When are you going to come fix our shit? Oh, yes. Oh, so, so this is this is not related, but it... Well, it is related in a tangential way. Um, so I, I called up Rogers, who's my provider, and I said, hey, this is the issues we're having. You know, blah, you know, I'm using up my data because I have to do it work and stuff like that. Um, and uh, they're like, we'll give you an extra five gigs for the month. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I'm using two to three a day yeah. to stuff at work. Like, wow, thanks. It gives me a day and a bit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not, and it's their fault that you don't have. Well, it's not really their fault. Well, it's the electric it's, company's it not, fault. Yeah. Well, it was also Rogers is not our ISP at home. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, um, so but anyways, that was a side thing. Them. But in a way, it was good because I'm gonna tangent again. Go t off on a little side of tangent, but it's related. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I found a local gaming store that allowed me to go in to use their Wi-Fi to do some online gaming with buddies. Nice. Yeah, so, so you were still on uh, your phone, just on the, on Wi-Fi? Well, no, it's actually, I have a, my, 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 <clears throat> on my laptop. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so, because, you know, so it's, it's just like log in, you know, you know, locally to, you know, log in locally. I use my laptop. It's all, you know, Roll20 and that. So mm -hmm. um, when it comes out, I'm going to say a big thank you to XOR Games. We'll give a little nod in, to them and make sure to try to remember to link them. Yeah, just send me, send me their info. I'll put them into the... Uh into the uh, chat or the, the the text the text yes hey Dwayne hello Dwayne um, hey guys oh. I'm actually in my car uh, out with Jen and I, I forgot all about it and we're trying to get rid of stuff in preparation for having our flooring finally fixed tomorrow so, uh, so when you listen to this message this issue Dwayne just skip the first five minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, just start it somewhere around, uh, where are we now? Ten minutes, minutes. Uh, eight or something, or ten? Yeah, yeah start, something like start. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dwayne's like, oh yeah, no, I'm really going to check it out and listen to this one. Yeah, somewhere around <laughs> minute, minute six should be fine. It's very simple. If you don't want me to hear it, edit it out. Nah, nah. I, you, <laughs> you, you know I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as much as we like to joke... We'll fix it in post. There yeah. is no post. No, There's hold on, no... hold on. You have no idea how much post there actually is. There actually is a ton of stuff that I do cut out and leave on the editing room floor, as it were. Mm. Um, so yeah, there. I actually do an incredible amount of editing before these shows get that get um, posted. Like this part here. But 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 things that I say I'm going to cut out. Eighty five percent of the time I don't cut out. <laughs> and, now, is that one of is that one of your stats, Div? Uh, you, know, you mean you mean how seventy nine percent of all stats are, are completely made up? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did make up that stat, yes, but it's it's also very, it's it's on brand. Okay, <laughs> and it's probably true. <laughs> probably true. All right. When I look, that's all. When I look back at my actual track record, yes, I think eighty five percent. I don't bother. Yeah, I mean, and you shouldn't. Uh, I'm usually just making shit up on the fly. Yeah, and yeah. And, I, and again, our listeners know that we just go off on weird things anyways so what the hell it's, it's, it's our brand it's our brand yeah. Yeah, we, are, we are a group of moving off on tangents mm -hmm. well it's only going to be Dev and I tonight mostly so 
there'll be fewer tangents probably, even though I'm probably the worst for the tangents. Yeah, it'll also be a shorter episode than the last one I edited and put out, which actually is our August episode, I think. That's that's how far behind we are right now, because I'm still yeah. waiting on people to do their damn trivia um, battles. But I, 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 won't, I won't get on that. Can I take Patrick's place? <laughs> I mean, I'm maybe. Patrick. He refuses to get back to me, so maybe. I'll just do a new, here's my other category. Yeah, oh, hello, I am Patrick. Yeah, I am the other Patrick of the group. Yeah. We should totally do that, actually. <laughs> we should do that, too. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Even without power and internet, you were more responsive to my request for doing <laughs> trivia battles. Exactly. Well, hey, I'm... I'm fully caught up with trivia now. You are? Yep. You, uh, you are the one person I'm not blaming for any of this. Uh, you and Pat, actually, the, the two yeah. who are here. I, I, Dwayne, I missed out just like by the, the one of the, my last question I just missed. I was like, uh, I drew one of those mental mind farts and I yep. just missed out. But it was up until then, it was tight. Like we were going neck and neck and neck and it was just like, oh, crap. Sudden death yep. and I screwed up. But yep, it was a good well, one. We, I, I, I think I basically locked through mine. Mm. So, what's funny is I did better on the sudden death stuff than I did during my my so-called, uh, you know, my option. <laughs> this is what I'm good at. Oh crap! Yeah. Well, but luckily, Matt did the same thing. The both, both Matt and I picked subjects, and we were like, we we're great at this. Oh. Okay, hold on. Matt actually is great at his special subject. He is a font of WWE slash WWF knowledge. Like. I got some oh. of them, though. Yeah, you were doing very well. Yeah. So are you going to be able to join us for a while, Dwayne, or are you going to have yeah, to head off? I'm, I'm just actually just sitting in a car waiting for Jen to finish in a store, so All right. I've got how a few about, minutes. All right. How about you go first? Yeah, yeah, let's let's yeah. start with you. Let's, let's do our weeks slash month in the hobby. All right. Well, the big thing, the big thing, uh, went out to Mr. Ramsoy's for two purposes. One, you want to show off the place. Two, it was our every second Wednesday game. Oh, right. Do you switch to Saturdays now? No, but uh, we have finished off this. We, we reached a major plot point. Um, basically beat the mind flare. I think it was a mind flare. It was some sort of mind something or other. And so, that campaign is now going on hiatus. Oh, that's too bad. Well, the reason it's going on hiatus is that I volunteered to run the guys through the Pathfinder adventure path called uh, Abomination Vault. Because Mr. Ramsoy has been GMing for us for... Oh, years. A very long time. <laughs> I have completely lost track of how long he's been GMing for us. So, I picked up uh, Abomination Vaults in a Paizo Humble Bundle. And, you know, I, I don't claim to be the best GM out there, but if I have a plot to work with, I oh, generally find I do okay. I liked your shutter run that you did for a little bit. <laughs> two episodes or two sessions, maybe? <laughs> three, I think. Okay. I think, yeah. three. I, yeah. I, th I think okay. I was there for two. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, the group 
has uh, made up some characters, although I'm still waiting on Chris. However, he is retired now, so... Yes. He better have the time to make up his character and get it to me. <laughs> we're not starting on the 9th. It looks like we're going to start on the 23rd. All right. So, uh... So, yeah. So, that'll be interesting. It will be. And uh, also, keep the 20th... Because we're going to be trying to do it in November episode sometime mid to yeah it's going to be late november probably uh, around this time next next month as well yeah so yeah so you know doing that um uh, haven't actually gotten to do any pathfinder society stuff lately uh i signed up for a game a week or so back but i had to cancel that was too bad but I'm really looking forward to... They're putting out another uh, level 7 to 10 scenario uh, next month. So, really looking forward to that because my 2001, my first Pathfinder Society character, Darius Blackthorn, the bomber, is 10th level. So a new 7 to 10 means I get to play him again. Oh, uh, Looking forward to that, definitely. Ah, on the video game side of things, I've been playing more video games over the past two months than I have in years. <laughs> uh, Dev, you remember Infamous? I do remember Infamous. I think we talked about this actually last time as well. Yeah. Well, they actually put out a PlayStation 4 sequel called Infamous Second Son. Nice. So I've played through Infamous. I've played through Infamous 2. I've played through the infamous two vampire-themed DLC. I can't remember what it was called offhand. Um, to be honest, I didn't care much for it. It wasn't really my thing. But uh, I'm now on to infamous Second Son, which is a new character and set in Seattle. And it's fun. It's fun. So, still got more infamous to play. Cool. Uh, usually, usually get to play about every second evening or so. So it's been working out well. Uh, on the television side of things, She-Hulk. I haven't seen that yet. Well, I actually haven't. I haven't seen any of it either. I have yeah, a better. I'm disappointed. All the episodes are out. It's it's on my list for sure. Um, it's it's something I will be visiting uh, when I have some free time. Yep. So. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a little tough to take in some places because, you know, uh, it's a sitcom. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't think that's spoilers. It's definitely no. a sitcom. But that's why Dev's uh, not a big fan of sitcoms, though. Or sitcoms. Yeah, sick, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of sitcoms either. But She-Hulk. Like, if you go back, well, actually, you don't have to go back that far. Um, a lot of runs of She-Hulk have had a lot of stuff in common with sitcoms. Mm -hmm. John, well, also, John Burns' run, yeah, most definitely. Well, I also like the people that are like, oh, she's she's comedy and she's breaking false walls. Like, did you have you not read any of her comics? I mean, yeah. like she exactly. she was there with Deadpool, making fun of you know that it's a comic. Oh, like, she she came first. Yeah, but I mean, I mean like, like she, but it's like yeah. it's not new for her. Like this is nothing no, new. For the character. Absolutely. It's absolutely not new. 
uh, on the TV side, not a lot more going on. Uh, I'm still not watching nearly as much as I used to. But absolutely nothing to report on the movies front. Uh, I haven't been out. Uh, That's where I know Dev's been busy watching some movies. I, I haven't yeah. even. Uh, I do want to get out to see Black Adam. Yeah, I think that's the next one I'm going to go I'm, out for. I'm yeah. Like, I, I mean, Dwayne, let's face it, The Rock is not the most expressive uh, person out there for acting. But, I mean, I think he is one that he could actually do, right? Well, I just oh. like the fact that this is a character that he's loved since he was a child. It was like something that allowed him some sort of representation in comics to begin with yeah and more importantly he's been trying to get this movie made for 15 oh, years and I he's know. been like in the forefront of trying to get the movie made and it's yeah. finally happening and i'm super super happy for him oh yes like this is but like the, the, interesting, the interesting thing is though i consider one of johnson's strengths to be comedy sure Yes. There doesn't seem to be a lot of comedy in Black Adam. I, I don't think oh. there will be. No, he's kind of a tragic figure. You know, so... But I do love the casting. Uh, I mean, like, you know, when they first announced that The Rock was going to do Black Adam, I was going, well, that works. Mm -hmm. uh, I particularly like the casting of Pierce Brosnan as Kent Nelson. Dr. Yeah. Fate. Yeah. Dr. Fate. That's perfect. I mean, like, yeah, that works. That works very well for me. Um, I'm a I'm a huge Brosnan fan, anyway. Uh, on the reading side of things, I haven't uh, haven't had a lot of reading of Marvel lately. Uh, I'm still on like what March 2015. We're heading Probably steadily. True. We're heading steadily towards Secret Wars. Um, not the Beyonder one. The other one, yeah, not, not uh, the first one, the, the, the Jonathan Hickman one. Um, what I have been reading a lot of is Legion of Superheroes. If there's anything DC Infinite is good for, is uh, you know, deep dives into things, for example, Legion of Superheroes. So, uh, I reread the 90s zero hour series that i really i really enjoyed uh, and then i went backwards and i started reading some of the 60s stuff through 70s uh, i'm into the mid 80s now finally got around to reading the great darkness saga that was fun i don't know that one uh it's a fairly famous 80s uh, storyline written by Jim Shooter. So, uh, either of you mind spoilers? No. No, do it. Yeah. yeah. Dark Side turns up. So. Dark Side or Dark Seed? I've always called him Dark Side. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I've heard, I think I've heard him called Dark Seed in one of the one of the animated movies. Yeah. I was like, wait, but, what? Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, and just 
continuing marching forward on that and everything. On the book side of things, I haven't been reading much. I'm, cur I'm currently rereading A Wizard of Mercy, Ursula K. Le Guin. But I haven't gotten much into that. Uh, did I mention on the last podcast that I broke my cover? I think you did, yeah. I yeah. seem to recall yeah. that conversation. Yeah, I'm waiting for, uh, usually Kobo will have some sales around uh, Black Friday to Christmas time. Because, you know, heaven knows the U.S. dominates retail in North America. So, uh, so I'm going to wait for that. So I've been reading it on my tablet, but I don't know, it doesn't work quite as well. And that I've subscribed to Kobo Plus, uh, their subscription service, because I was curious about this series of books, uh, Reginald the Vampire. And I read them. I'm glad I basically didn't pay for them. <laughs> the, concept was, the concept was interesting, but uh, the execution, I didn't much care for. Uh, but the reason why I was interested is they turned it into a TV show on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. cool. With uh, Jacob Batalon, who is better known as Ned Leeds from the three latest Spider-Man flicks. So he's in the lead role of the titular vampire. So I was curious about it because uh, you know, he's one, he's one of these actors who has quite a lot of natural charm, mm -hmm. in my opinion. So, I was interested to see what he could do with more of a spotlight. So, I saw the first episode last night, actually. So, that is a little bit more TV news, but ties into the books, so I think I'm good. <laughs> um, and it was all right. They did exactly what I hoped they'd do. They took kind of the basic premise and they changed an awful lot. So, I don't know. I'll have to check out a couple more episodes before I decide whether I like it or not. Yeah. But I was I was right. Uh, Battle does a decent job with more of a spotlight. Nice. So... Jen just got back out, so I'm going to have to take off. But uh, I did want to mention one little bit of news and rumors. The trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is out. Yeah, it dropped. And boy, does it look interesting. I haven't seen I'm it. Looking, I'm looking for I'm looking for. No, I know you haven't. <laughs> Dev never does. The <laughs> trailer. No, of course not. Of course not. But I think it may be a worthy sequel. Cool. At least that's what I hope. The last two have been that's great, so I'm I'm looking forward to the next one as well. Yep. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm on a podcast. <laughs> All right, Jane. We'll catch you later then. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Talk to you soon. All oh, right. It's good that he it's good that got to make it in. Yeah. Um, he actually took the time and made the effort. Uh, Stand up guy. Yeah.
that's pretty good, you know. Like he was, you got he forgot about it, got roped into errands, but still called from his car to do it. Mm -hmm. So you know, <laughs> not that we're saying thinking about someone else. Nope, we never would. We never nope. would. We're passive aggressive that way. All right, Pat, let's <laughs> <laughs> let's carry on with your news and rumors. Oh, no, sorry, not news and rumors. Your <laughs> weeks. First, yeah. Um. So as I was saying earlier in the uh, in the intro, I had no internet or power for a while because mm -hmm. of Fiona and stuff. Um, but I did manage to get some in, and again, uh, thanks to XOR Games for allowing me to go in and uh, connect to people, you know, do some online role-playing games. Our Paladin game is uh, still going on, which again is takes place in the age of Charlemagne using the Pendragon rules, uh, which Dev sometimes makes, sometimes doesn't. I'm currently something around uh, 45 to 50% uh, um, there. Yep. There, there was a long stretch where I just missed, you know, five or six sessions in a row. But then I was yeah, back for two, and then I missed another one, so... Yeah, it's it's sometimes hard because you got all the other stuff going on as well. Yeah. Um, so that was that was really good to get together. Uh, then uh, doing the... Uh, well, I feel like I'm back in the university because Eric keeps doing the, hey, let's play this game now, let's, let's play this game. Like, <laughs> can, we, can we continue on the games we're actually... We're, we're playing and trying to get at least once a month in. <laughs> can we can we do that? Um, our Star Wars game is going on, uh, so I'm tying that into Andor on the on Disney because I watched all the Andor because they were all talking about how great it was. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll watch a Andor, and I really liked it. Yeah, it's really good. Like uh, Cassian Andor from Rogue One. It's his sort of his origin story. story. Yeah. But there's a lot of other characters in there, uh, like Mon Motha, who in the first, you know, when I say the first movie, I mean the original Star Wars movie, where she's talking about it. You're like, okay, so she's some leader of the rebellion. I don't, even, I don't even know if she was in the first movie. She may not have been introduced until the third movie when they were doing oh, the attack on the second right. uh, Death Star. Yes, I think you're right. Um, so, because well, there's only a couple of women in the entire yeah, three so that's true. movies. <laughs> so, uh, so it was good to see her getting developed, mm -hmm. and I like I like the. This is a much better showing of how the politics is done than yeah. they did in the the, the sequels. Sorry, the pre, pre, sorry, pre the prequels. prequels. Yeah. The prequels. Um, so I, I'm enjoying it. It's you know it's not the fully all jokes that Lucas started taking it into in the in the prequels. No, this is a far more dark and gritty world, uh, which yeah. kind of uh, echoes what we saw in Rogue One. And that's just it. It's, it's obviously this. They they saw how well Rogue One went done. They went well. There's and what's nice? No Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like they kind of tangentially touch on the Force, but they never. It, it never plays a part in the episodes, which no, I'm really it's, happy it's, about. This is this is the average people dealing with you know the you know, the end of the Republic, the start of the Empire, you know. So this is way well before you know Luke and Leia show up for the Death Star. This is you know end of Republic, and it's interesting because it's the end of the Republic, because if you watch the prequels, the Republic starts becoming the Empire, but it's still called the Republic for a while, mm -hmm. and they're the ones that are, people say they hate because that's when, you know, Palpatine started doing his machinations, using the Republic to be the boot heel. So it's interesting to see some of the people react badly to the Republic, because we've been brought up with, oh, the Republic's great, right? The, the new Republic, they're, they're the heroes! Sneak. Oh wait, no, that's right. People would have hated them for the first bit because 
Yeah, they're that, the old guard that that's being fixed by Palpatine. Yeah, but it's well, it's also Palpatine was using the Republic to be sort of like a like I said, his his enforcers for a while till he called themselves the Empire. Right. So it's like, oh, I guess people would not be happy with the Republic in that case. Um, <coughs> sorry. So going back to the X War games, they also sell used comics. So I've been buying some graphic novels here and there because the price I think is like 50% or 70% off what it would be buying it new. Right. Just like, thank you very much. <laughs> um, so did some, like we haven't had a chance to do our Star Wars D6 game for a while, unfortunately. Um, but it's funny, my character started off as the, you know, the, remember the Laconic Scout? Mm -hmm. uh, so his survival is insane, but he started becoming a little bit hostile to the Empire in a way of, let's say, okay, so we've killed a Stormtrooper, let's put a grenade underneath of him so when his, bodies, <laughs> his buddies flip him over. <laughs> like, what? What are you doing? What's well, war? He's dead, what's the matter? Like, we don't do that. It's a good point. He's dead. What's the matter? Yeah. Um, um, so, but we haven't had a chance because I lost power with one time and other stuff going on. So, we haven't played. I picked up the hardcover of the new Dune role-playing game. Have you taken a look at it, Dev, at all? Um, I think I was on the Kickstarter for it, so I should have the PDF kicking around somewhere, but I don't have the physical copy of it, no. Well, it's the it's the Mod Modifius uh, yep. 2D20 game. Yeah, use the same they, system as all their other games. Well, it's really different, though. Like, they have... You don't actually have stats anymore. You have broad skills. Okay. So you have, like, battle, communication, uh, movement, understanding, and mental. That's basically it. You have the five. Those are your five skills. So... And then you have your drives, like, yeah, are you more for justice or for duty or faith and stuff like that? Like, those are the two things you add together to get your target number. Okay. So there's no more, it's like, oh, I'm really strong. Who cares? Right. It, it's, it's in the future. Everyone's like super highly trained, right? Because it's, you're not playing the peasants. You're playing, you know, the, the swordsman or the, the heir or the mentat or the Benny Jesuit. Mm -hmm. So like. You guys are trained beyond belief, the average person. So we don't care about your stats. They're not important. What's important is your drive and your basic skills and also what assets you have. Right. Like, so if you have, everyone has equipment, they don't care. Like it only matters when you come into combat. Like, okay, do you, do you have a good asset? Do you have like a knife or a gun or, or something or like a shield? Those are ones that actually help you a bit. But the assets are also things that can tangible. Like I have bl blackmail information on this guy, uh, and I think you'd like it because it's, it's very narrative driven. Right. It's, so when you're in a, when you're doing a situation where what they call conflict, which is any sort of situation. So if you're going even if you're going to a dinner, that's considered conflict because you're trying to edge out other people. So you can try and create a new temporary asset. So let's say you're another merchant dev, mm -hmm. and you're going to meet another merchant, you're trying to get a better deal than him. You could make some rules and say, have an, an intangible asset for this period where you say, I have blackmail material on him. I'm going to use it. And then you'd roll, and if you get complications, it's the same as in Star Wars. Like, well, okay, well, you get, you managed to, you know, beat him, 
but the complication means maybe someone heard about the blackmail or something else, right? Right. And then you and the, the DM work out that complication to make it go further. Nice. Yeah. And like I said, how do you determine what the skill is? Well, basic. Okay, you're going to battle. Are you are you you're going to get into the battle or are you communicating? It all depends on how you want to do things, right? It's very open for how you want to use your skills and your drives, as long as you can sort of make it work in the story. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Um, so it, it seems pretty cool. Um, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, obviously. <laughs> um, I got the Aliens um, Heart of Darkness module. Okay. Which is a whole pack. I haven't had a chance to look at that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of aliens, I know I haven't had a chance to run you guys again through Colonial Marines because things keep happening. However, when I was at XOR Games, one of the guys at, the, at working is like, oh yeah, I'd be interested in that. I'm like, cool, that's one person. <laughs> and then you're going to love this story, Dev. So I was shopping at Moore's today for new shirts. Okay. And I'm chatting the guy up, and I was like, you know, "It's a strange flex, dude." Oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this one though. So it's like, I'm like, okay, I live, you know, I'm Stratford. Oh, I live in Stratford too. Well, here's my address. Shit, I'm your neighbor. But what? <laughs> like, he's my next door neighbor. Oh wow. Yeah, and then he's talking about yeah. Well, so I, I go shopping. I was at this comic store the other day, and I like, wait, what? Was it XOR Games? No, it wasn't. But he's talking about other comics. Like, wait, you buy comics? He's like, oh yeah, I love comics. I'm like, sorry, did he? Marvel or DC? He's like, oh, I prefer DC. I'm like, oh, that's it. I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> but yeah, he's all into Batman. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And I started talking about XOR games and role playing. He's like, wait here. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes and gets another staff member who's like, this guy's into the role playing. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, so the staff, the other staff guy is into D&D and other stuff. And I'm like, well, I, I, I you know, he's like, what games do you like? What list do you want? games I played or have played or want to have no about. <laughs> so I talked to him again about Colonial Marines. It's like, I've heard about it. That sounds interesting. I'm like, that's two. <laughs> I think you, you're starting to put together a third squad to, to take out I'm, the I'm, same I'm, uh, I'm, the same group. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I want, because I really think it'd be cool to run the same scenario mm -hmm. with different groups. Yeah, and See how people, what their decisions are and how <laughs> stress fucks them over. Listen, I do that all the time. I actually love uh, giving the same story to different groups and seeing their reactions and seeing yes. what, what, what they come up with. It is it is interesting. So I've been happy because I'm like, I'm starting to find people that can actually, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love playing with you guys remotely. It's It keeps me sane. But it's not the same thing as being in person, physically rolling the dice, being able to just have a, a chat with your neighbor while other stuff's going on. Because mm -hmm. you know what it's like with Discord or other stuff? If you, as the GM, is talking to another person, other people can't talk, or else no one hears anything. Right. But I know you do a lot of games remotely, so my hat's off to you for running them, but you do understand all the problems too, right? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, we started a cyberpunk one. I think we talked about it last time. I think we did talk about it last time. Yeah. And so we actually have an... I've joined your game. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about that. You you were you were part of the uh, the first the first session we ran. Oh, that's right. No, well, that's right. But I thought you ran Nick and uh, or sorry, Gavin and Paul once before. No, uh, the first session was literally just a, a session zero where we made characters, mm. and then nothing not nothing much more on top of that. I think we maybe tried combat just to see what it was like, but we didn't actually uh, do anything role wise until after you joined us. 
okay. Um, which I'm enjoying. Um, the new Cyberpunk Red, uh, they actually brought out stuff on on Rule Twenty. Like before, they had they had homemade character sheets. Mm -hmm. Now it's actually the official character sheets on Rule Twenty and modules and and maps and stuff like that. Oh, I've I've got one even better for you. Wait, uh, I'll wait till it's my okay. turn to do okay. role playing. No, jump games. in now. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I okay. trust me, I will not forget because it's one of the main things I want to talk about. Okay, um, so I, of course I bought that for roll twenty. I'm like, sure. I don't know when I'm going to play again, but I, I want to have it. Um, there's a Mad Max type uh, role playing game um, that it's it's new wish. Um, I'm trying to remember the name here. Um, started setting up in Roll20, but it's, again, that one doesn't have any um, character sheets on it because it's it's one of those off-the-wall games. Right. Um, Atomic Highway, that's it. So Atomic Highway is basically, it's Mad Max. You know, cars and it's, you're surviving, and they have sal uh, salvage, salvage rules and stuff like that for what you find and how how much it's worth. It's sort of like it's not quite Gamma World because it's not that far in the future. So it's more like just three or four, two or three generations after everything went to hell. Okay. And you're starting to rebuild. So haven't had a chance to really get too much more into it, but that's another game that, thanks to Eric, it's like, oh yeah, this looks cool. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also got the rules for Blade Runner. So they came up with their own system. Um, it looks interesting. The, what I like is they have cards for uh, chases, either foot chases or car chases. Mm -hmm. So you your movement's not important. It's all of what sort of card, like what sort of maneuver do you want to try versus what they're trying to do. And then you compare numbers, and based on the numbers, it determines uh, if they if you catch up, or if you shortcut, or if they gain. You have five, quote unquote, turns to do the chase. And at the end of that, that's where you determine if either you've caught them or they've gotten away, and that's it. Hmm. So it'd be interesting to try that because it's like it's like well, I don't care how fast you run, like we're talking through a crowded place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where speed is not as important. Speed's not as important. It's more like, did you get lucky? Did you, you know, did, did they run into, you know, someone come out with a plate glass window that they ran into, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's stuff like that, right? It just sort of keeps, it's it speeds up the chase, but it helps you make it more narrative. Right. Without a lot of nonstop, just, okay, roll your speed, roll his speed, roll his driving, roll his, your driving. It's like, you know, just have fun with this. Now, they, they've sort of placed it after the 2049 is when the game's taking place so the new uh eighth generation nexus guys are up there but they do have things in there to do if you want in the original blade runner um movies well i watched andor which i really loved it's not a movie Sorry, TV. I uh, watched oh movie. Okay, so Gavin and I have watched a few Danny Trejo movies. Nice, I love Danny Trejo. But of course, we find in some that says, "Oh, Danny Trejo's in this movie," so he downloaded it and we watch it. Like, okay, he was in it for like a minute. <laughs> there's, there's one we can't remember, but it's basically it's they're going into caves where there's some weird curse going on. He's only there at the beginning, 
He doesn't even go into the cave. He's like, I told you not to go in. And then at the end, he's there animated. Like, well, that's not oh, Danny Trejo. What the hell's this? And then um, we watch Zombie Hunter, where, oh my God, it's it's. We laugh because it's one of those cheesy movies, and we're talking like low end cheese. Like instead of blood, they were using Pepto Bismol to show that the people were their blood was corrupted. Okay. So they didn't have to, you know, do the blood effect. They just used Pepmo Bismol. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. But at least Danny Trejo was in that for about 50 minutes. So, and you know, for an older guy, because he was out there without a shirt, for an old guy, holy shit, that guy's still built. Um, then we watched Machete. Machete. Actually, yeah, but I didn't realize, like, Robert De Niro was in that. You know, um, what's her name from Sin City? Esca Alba is in it as well. Right. Like, there's some big names in that, in that, and it's a cheesy movie, <laughs> but it has better production value. Now, is that a, one of the Quentin Tarantino movies? Mm, it's sort of Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Rodriguez. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was he like a producer then? Like, I, I think he had something to do with the with the making of that movie. He might have had something to do with it. Uh, but basically, because Machete's in there, sort of thing from what the movie they did together, Grindhouse and all that. Mm -hmm. So Machete was sort of one of those talk in the in the movies. Grindhouse was like a, a movie in there. Right. And then they actually did do Machete. It's same as um, Hobo with a Shotgun was a, a TV ad in Grindhouse about that movie. Right. And then they're like, fuck it, let's do that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick or Howard went, eh, whatever, how much money are you going to give me? Sure. <laughs> um, watch a couple of Bruce Willis ones, just to, like his later ones, just to see how bad things are. I actually really like Bruce Willis movies. Yeah, I mean, and people like, but now that everyone knows why he was doing it, you can see, you can spot like, oh yeah, he's not really doing his lines right he's not it's like he's obviously not in the same room as these people like it just like it's obviously shot at different times so they should they sh did they did his shoot and they're like okay wait we'll just edit it later on <laughs> we'll make it look like they're talking together but it's so obvious not in the same room or the same time right yeah but again i can understand like he's only there for two three days so it's like fuck it we'll, we'll work we'll fix it in post <laughs> Um, and, you know, most of them are okay, right? I mean, they're not, you know, they're not diehard of any way, but they're okay. Uh, started watching, let's say, so TV, started watching some of the Vikings again. Because, you know, Vikings. That's such a great show. Oh, yeah. Because I want to get into Viking Valhalla. Mm -hmm. which but you, you want to finish the first one first. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because, yep. you know, Vikings Valhalla is, is, is the sequel to Vikings. Yeah, I think it's uh, 50 or 100 years in the future. Yeah, exactly. I think so, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I want to I wanna watch the first one before I go on to watch the rest. Yeah. Um, haven't watched, well, because of the whole, you know, no, I did all finally watch Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. See, that, that movie gets shit on so badly. Um, I actually kind of like it. I mean, it's, 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 it's not high writing but i liked it yeah like, the first especially like the intro part was great uh, i like the interaction between the two the guy and the girl yeah 
you know, I mean, the aliens, the, the, the going into a different dimension, I thought that was a cool way to do the, you know, going into a different dimension. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, okay, you have to have this on, or else, and if you don't wear these, you can't see the other things, and you <laughs> yeah. can't purchase them. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you don't keep this here, it doesn't exist. And then Yeah, there's, there's really good world building in that movie. Yeah. It, which makes sense, because it's based off a, a, a anime with, like, a long well, history. French anime, a French... Uh, or, sorry, yeah. graphic novel, a French graphic, graphic novel. novel yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it visually, it's beautiful. And like mm -hmm. I said, the intro, where the space station keeps building up, and, like, just, you know, then more and more cultures keep coming, mm -hmm. I thought that was great. You know, I mean, yeah, the bad guy was easy to spot. After a while, you're like, okay, <laughs> this guy's the bad guy. But the whole thing of how it got about is interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, it had a dark turn... This guy killed a civilization and was covering up for it. Oh, sorry, spoilers. I mean, it's a 20 or 15 year old movie. I think you're fine. Yeah. But again, like, that's a dark, that's a dark twist I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It's like, you know, we were at war. There was a planet there. We killed it. Yeah. So now I have to cover up. Like, wait, what? <laughs> you killed an entire civilization and that's what you're... Okay. <laughs> Didn't see that coming from that. But again, <laughs> French graphic novel shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like I said, haven't uh, watched a bit for a while. Then it was like, okay, I gotta stop because this is just killing me. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, it sort of ties into news and rumors, but um, just because I started going through my old notes for the the Pendragon game I ran for so long with mm -hmm. you guys, so I started going going through your guys notes trying to get them all together for what you guys did and all the stuff that you have and all the freaking kids some of you have like your old your first guy had 18 kids yeah that's a lot a big family i mean most of them died four, some died to interfamily issues yes yeah there were there were a few of those <laughs> pruning but, of the tree as it were yeah and a lot of daughters to to marry off to yeah but that's that's kind of that makes mm -hmm. sense in world but i realized it was a 60 year game like in game was mm -hmm. 60 years went by yeah and so i'm and i'm looking at going like maybe one last thing where you know that you guys come back for one last meeting before like i was thinking uh sean's character is he's about to have his he's about to die and everyone's getting ready for his, for his, his funeral okay so everyone gets together just for his his funeral i think it would be cool cool and then, um, and while I was talking to Eric and Bruce about this, Bruce said, hey, Eric, maybe you should bring yours at one more time in. And Eric went, oh, I'm not against that idea. So be prepared if you get a note from Eric, a message from Eric saying he'd like to run his old games, his old guys back again. Jesus Christ, I don't remember anything about that game. Other no, than some of the, the, the scenes in which I died, which were quite yes. memorable. Oh, yes. I'm going to climb down the castle wall. Someone hits me with a spear and criticals me. And I mm. go, oh, yeah, you died well in that one. Yeah, that was a I heroic gonna, death for sure. But I still remember the best one was like, we're running to go to the boats and Pat had taken his boat away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> craven. Uh, cre cre craven the Craven. craven. <laughs> yes, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Bye guys. See you later. <laughs> what? Yep, he saved himself. I mean, that's for sure. 
eventually he did turn around to pick us up, and it was so that this like great scene of like we're running down the beach to get to the boats, and why is the boat pulling away already? <laughs> what? What the hell? Yep. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So I'll I'll go through mine pretty quickly. Um. I guess I'll start with video games. We've kind of run dry on Conan, which we've been playing for like the last two or three months, almost like nonstop. Um, I really like the game, but um, it has some mm. issues with it that are just super frustrating. Like I tend to die quite a bit. And so sometimes I will have to call, recall my corpse uh, using their new sorcery, which I finally maxed out. Um, but it's gotten to the point where like 50% of the time, my, my corpse just doesn't appear at all. Well, it, it, it'll, it, no, 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 hold on. It'll be there. I just can't see yeah. it. So, no, but, um, I, but I've had it where I've died and it doesn't even show up in game. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Not, for sure. not even summoning, just like looking on the map to see where my body is, not even showing up on the map. Right. And then when you try to summon it, it says no corpse, like yeah. no corpse available. So I've had that happen to me a couple of times and I've lost everything I was carrying. And yeah. because of the way my character's set up, I basically am a pack rat. I carry everything with me wherever I go. I don't care about encumbrance. So when I lose everything, I mean, I lose so much stuff. And to the point where like multiple legendaries are, are on the character. There's one that allows me uh, the ability to breathe underwater. It's like this, um, this spear. Yeah. Um, there's one where it gave me night vision when I put on this mask. It was a, a stalking mask. Um, uh, Anyway, of course, I lost my lightsaber, which I'm very sad about because it was a great two-ender weapon. Anyway, so it's it's been an issue that's happened several times, and then the last time was really like the the final nail in the coffin. And yeah, Nick Nick was well, Nick was already switching over to the the server over to Sipta anyway because he wants to try out the new zone. He's bored with the uh, the old zone that he's gone through multiple times over the last like seven years. So we're like, fine, let's just cancel it. I'm 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 out. I'm done playing this game for a bit. I'll eventually go back to it because it actually is a game that I enjoy. We started playing a new game. Uh, so yeah, so we, we, we're looking for a new kind of survival type of game, maybe a little more modernistic with guns and so forth. So we tried Scum. Well, at least Nick and I tried Scum. And that game is hot garbage. Like it is maybe the worst survival game I've ever played. Really? How, like... Why? Like, I, I played literally for five minutes and said, I'm done. This is absolutely stupid. Uh, first of all, it's a zombie game, which I didn't know about going into it. Uh, basically, you, you, you play as a convict who, um, for the entertainment of the masses, are, are, are sent to this island to survive and, and they turn it into a, a tv show so there's like a camera that kind of follows you so it, that, that just lays the premise for who you are and why you're there but basically yeah. it's a survival game where you start with nothing you're basically dropped dropped out of a plane with your hands tied behind your back and you have to actually free yourself before you hit the ground and open your chute which I, I managed to do the first time because they, they gave me on-screen instructions. I was waiting for those on-screen instructions the second time after I died uh, when they didn't tell it to me and I splatted on the ground and died. So that that in itself, like I died three times in the first five minutes and I said, I'm done with this game. So there are zombies. The zombies appear to be unkillable. 
Um, I started with a rock that I picked up off the ground, so I was basically punching with a rock in my hand, doing almost no damage to it. And um, and then you have like this this fame um, number that that keeps track of how well you're doing in game and how well the audience is liking you. Well, yeah. the first time you die, you lose fifty points. I started with zero, so I went to minus fifty. Then I went oh, to minus hundred when I splatted on the ground, and then I went to minus one fifty when the next zombie I tried to defend myself against uh, this unkillable beast. I actually managed to knock him down three or four times, but he just got right oh, back cool. up again because I couldn't kill him. Right. And I said, that's it, I'm done. I'm done with this game, no more. So then we switched over to a new game called Rust. And Rust is actually quite fun. It's again, another one of those survival games where you start with nothing. Like you literally start naked. Um, you ha you have a rock that you can use as your tool, as your resource gathering tool. So you hit, you, you hit trees and then you hit rocks and you hit um, whatever else you wanna hit. And it gives you minute pieces of that until you have enough pieces that you can make an actual like bone pick or a bone axe and then you chop down trees yourself. So it's a, it's a survival game. And it, like you said, you also start with a torch. This torch has very limited uh, usage. Like yes. it'll, it'll take you through one night, maybe a second night all the way through and then by then it'll be dead. There's no way to repair it. And it's dark if you don't have it. Oh, if you don't have it, it's pitch black. Yeah, you literally yeah. can't see a thing. Um, so th there's there's that aspect of it. And second of all, it requires a fuel that you don't know how to make and you don't have access to. And the map is so wide open and there's so little things to do outside of resource gathering that, that it's almost impossible to find the items you need to make this thing. So th that was becoming a bit of a frustration as well. And also, you have to join like you have to find someone they have to specifically inf like do a bedroll invite you that like it's it's not just easy to invite someone else to the team like, there's a whole way to do it so that you can actually see them on the map then yeah there there's there's no persistent teamwork in the game you can't join like a a, a group and have like a, a joint uh, squad where you go and play together whenever you're all online and you can see each other like the way you would do in any other type of game you, you you can make short-term session long teams where you like you said you can see each other on the map but you have to be co-located in order to invite someone to join your team so it, like, it is a basically it's a solo survival game but you're playing in a world where there are other people with you so it's where i'm glad nick changed it because it's normally you're supposed to be pvp as well for a while. yeah yeah for the most part it, it's a it's it's meant to be a pvp game um we have our own private server where only we have access to it and it's a PVE only uh, server, so there's there's no inter-party combat. The, the game does have its frustrations, though. Like there's a very limited uh, inventory space for you to carry things. Um, uh, there, there's there's aspects of it that I'm I'm not totally sold up on. The biggest aspect is that it takes me 45 minutes to load yes. into the game and then load into a server. Like, I'm I'm not joking when I say that. 45 minutes. I timed it the first time I loaded into one of the servers. The, totally the, the, the second time it was a little bit faster, where it maybe only took me 25 minutes. But that is an insane no. amount of time to waste trying to get mm -hmm. into a game that you want to play. Especially since like Conan's seven years old, it didn't yeah. take that long it, to get it, into Conan. It, it takes me maybe a minute and a half to log into a Conan yeah. server. It takes me no time to log into the game itself. The game is almost yeah. instantaneous, but once you once you're in the lobby and you're looking for oh. the game or the server you want to join, the server it's say, itself sometimes takes a few minutes to load. Um, I mean, not, nothing compared to Rust, though. Nothing compared to Rust. Rust is an insane load time. Apparently, a lot of that is mitigated by using a uh, an SSD drive. 
Yeah, so but I don't have. Thumb I, I also don't have that. I might consider spending the money to upgrade it if this is going to be a long-term game that we want to play. So we'll we'll see. Um, other than that, um, I haven't really been playing many other games. Um, I, I did spend quite a bit of time going back to Mech Warrior, Merc Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries, which is just oh. a fantastic game. Yes, and it's great. Too. It is. Um, I did pick up a new game, a video game that I think might be up uh, Pat's for the other Patrick's Alley, um, called Phoenix Point. And it's literally a Diablo. Uh, no, sorry, not Diablo. It's literally a. Um, Oh, what the hell is that UFO game that we used to play? XCOM. It's an uh, XCOM. It's it's an XCOM two, uh, XCOM three ripoff. Like it is, it is almost identical. It's like definitely a clone of XCOM three, or whatever whatever the new XCOM is called. Um, and it, it was it's enjoyable. I went through the uh, the tutorial, which was um, three or four missions kind of strung together that introduce you to the mechanics of how the game works and introduce you to teamwork and introduce you to some of the, the items and, and opponents that you'll be dealing with. Um, and then um, it got, once once you finish the tutorial, you end up at the base, uh, you, you basically clear out your uh, a base and that's where you start your real journey. So the, the next time you play the game, if you wanted another playthrough, uh, you can skip the tutorial altogether and start with, you know, four characters and a base and a, uh, a ship all ready to go. Um, the graphics are good. Uh, the gameplay is fine because you know it's XCOM. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was it's a, it seems to be an enjoyable game. I'll probably dip back into it uh, a little more in the future once I get bored with spending thirty minutes trying to get into the game yeah. I'm actually trying to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I started playing Grim Dawn again. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Grim Dawn. That's a great game. Okay, mo moving on to TV shows. I don't really have a lot that I want to talk about. Um, the only couple of things uh, are really on Netflix. Jen and I have gone through the entire five seasons of a show called Rookie Blue. It's a cop show set in oh, Toronto. Yeah. It's Canadian. Um, with Nathan Fillion. Not with Nathan Fillion, no. Uh, no, there there oh, is the there there the is a, a show called The Rookie that um, is maybe two years old now, uh, which I do want to watch. But this this is Rookie Blue. It's purely Canadian. Um, uh, there really aren't any actors on it that uh, a North American audience would know, but a Canadian audience would would have seen a lot of these people in other Canadian shows. So so if you're someone who's into Canadian shows, you'll you'll spot like two or three, four or five uh, characters or uh, not characters, but actors who are in like a lot of other TV shows. So that one's really fun. Um, I've, I've been also on Netflix. I've been watching a show called Control Z. It's a Mexican, I want to say, show. Um, Originally, I was I was watching it in, um, dubbed. No, sorry, not dubbed. Um, in in their language, with um, in Spanish with subtitles. But but they actually do have a, a dubbed version of it. So I switched over to dub just because I find that easier when I'm multitasking and doing other things. Um, it's actually a pretty cool game. It's it deals with a lot of um, uh, high school drama kids and and uh, the kind of the pressures that are on them with social media there's basically a a terrorist who has gotten hold of all these people's secrets because he hacked into the school's wi-fi network and stole all their all their in, information all their secrets from their phones and he's using it to blackmail them to punish the children basically to punish each, each other okay. um so it's it's a pretty brutal show 
Um, it's good though. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm I'm part way through the second season of that. Pretty cool. Um, talking of movies, uh, Jen and I just uh, watched. I, I watched it for the second time. She watched it for the first time. The movie All Quiet on the Western Front, which is oh, a yes, a I German depiction of trench warfare in World War One. Told from the point of view of one soldier who starts off as not not Hitler Youth, but like a, a at a a, um, a German military university or or um, a high school uh, or a military academy, I, I guess you could call it, who gets sent to the front lines uh, the third year of the war, and then at this point the trenches have already been entrenched entrenched <laughs> the trenches have been entrenched but like the 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 positions the lines have been entrenched and there's very little movement back and forth and it's just the horror of just how awful uh trench warfare was back in world war one like it is a brutal movie uh yeah. but really really good long it's too i think it's almost three hours long like it was it was a brutal um uh way to to depict world war one because like I said, I, I saw it on my popped up on my feed, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks for letting me know it's it's worthwhile. Yeah, it's it's such a good movie, and it's again, it's uh, it's German, but it's um it's dubbed in English as as the the primary option or the the initial option, and then you have the option to go and watch it in other languages if you want. I think that's all I'm going to talk about uh, with respect to movies. Um, oh, right, because I didn't. Did I last time? I don't think I said it, but I watched. I watched Love and Hammer. Uh, I think. Thor. I think we did talk about it. You kept going okay. on about how Thor was a simp. Yes, and the fact that yeah, how do you get Russell Crow or Russell Crowe as Zeus? I actually didn't mind Russell Crowe. Like, I, I, I have a, a soft spot in my soft spot in my heart for that movie. I actually oh. enjoyed it a lot more than uh, than any of you, <laughs> the rest of you did. We. <laughs> Um, okay. Moving on to uh, role playing games, um, we like we like we talked about. I do have a Cyberpunk twenty twenty game with you guys, which we haven't had a chance to play since the last time we we um, recorded. Actually, it's funny the the game was mainly meant as a filler while Jess was working on weekends and not available yes. to play our Star Wars game. And now no one wants to play Star Wars, and everyone just wants to play Cyberpunk. So I'm I'm, I'm fine with that. I love Cyberpunk. Um, I'm still not quite sure how I'm going to tie all of you together. Like, I'm going to have to find a way to get... Because um, uh, Paul's playing a, a doctor who's kind of on the sidelines. Like, he, he knows everybody yes, he's, in he's the... A cor he's a corporate doctor, though, isn't he? No, he's just a... No, that's, a that's Gavin. Ga Gavin is a corporate cop. You're playing a nomad. He's playing a yeah. doctor. And you're all very familiar with each other. Like, he and uh, Gavin and uh, and Paul were... were childhood friends so they they've known each other for a long time you've had dealings with her since the time you've been in night city but you've had no real like there's, there's been no unifying uh thing to put Reason. you together as a team so that yeah, that's, that's yeah that's that's really what i need to work on is to is to get that unifying um event happening which will tie into you know your missing sister which will tie into his ex-girlfriend which will tie into maybe the kid that gavin is looking after so all the all those storylines will will tie in together and put you together as a team so that's that's the plan but you know we've only had one real episode it's been almost purely role-playing which i love i'm super happy that you guys are are into kind of playing these characters as real people not just doing you know gunfight 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 battle yeah. battle oh, battle because yeah. that, that gets boring yeah. after a while 
Which also helps, and I mean, Nick is supposed to be making a character, but... I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Uh, but I, I... So I finally had a chance to play in person with... Um, <gasps> Yeah, I know. I, I haven't played an in-person game in almost three years. Uh, and it was with the guys who I used to do the podcast, uh, the, this is not, the Force is Not Always With You. So that group finally got back together again, minus one of the, the players, actually two of the players, because Jen's not joining us either. And they really wanted to do Cyberpunk Red. One of them had just picked up a CP Red book and said, you know, I'm, I'm interested in trying this. Do you want to run this? I said, listen, I have a lot of experience with CP 2020. I've never actually played Red, but but what the hell, I'll, I'll give Red a shot. So I went out, I bought the book, I bought the, the uh, GM screen, and there was one other book they put out for it, so I picked all three of those up. And we had our first session it was uh, last weekend and the plan was to have a session zero where we all make our characters and as like so one guy goes out he prints out all these character sheets we we've got them ready around the table we're about to dive into the game and the guy goes one of the guy with the players he goes uh do you guys know about this app that you can download on your phone i'm like what there's an app for cp red there is an app for cp red it takes care of every part of character creation in two seconds it, it randomly takes care of all of your rolling for you, so th oh, it gives nice. you it gives you the regular three options, right? There's there's the option to make a complete NPC character where everything is very easily rolled. There's a second option where it's more randomly rolled, but you still have to do some tweaking. And then there's the, the third option, which you, is point based, where you build your character from the from scratch from the ground up. We we decided to go with the the, the middle ground where most of it is kind of random, but you have like packages, so you, your skills are all laid out for you. You have minimums and maximums you can spend. Um, usually, you start off with fours and everything, and gives you a few points left over to kind of tweak the parts of your character that you want to be a bit, little bit better. And it gives the option of course if you want to lower some of those down to the minimum of two to give yourself additional points to put into other skills that are more important all that's kind of available for you all right is this called cyberpunk red companion uh hold on let me bring it up on my phone because i and... i downloaded it and it is it is seriously for a free app it is phenomenal and, and by the way it is the cyberpunk red companion by the way it is worth the seven dollars i spent for the to unlock the free feature or the non-free features for free Just, it'll like help it'll let you make characters unlimited number of characters you yeah. can export those characters it'll create a six digit code that you can then give to someone else and they can import your character in onto their um onto their phone it's it's a static thing so it's not going to be updated as you update yours like there it doesn't go back and forth but you can remove it from your phone anytime it won't affect their um, their character, so yeah. all my all my PCs made their own characters, uh, randomly done in less than two minutes. Yeah, sent me this the their information. Awesome. I have their information on my phone, complete backgrounds, uh, all the contacts they already have. All that information is available to me. Um, it lets you create NPCs on the fly as you need with names yeah. and everything. Um, yeah, it awesome. it acts as a initiative tracker. It acts, and the GM tools, which most of them you have to pay for, uh, w was one-time $7 fee worth every penny. Okay. It has access to a map, specifically a red map, uh, or um, a map of Night City in the time of Cyberpunk Red, but it also links you to an interactive uh, website where it has the Night City map complete with all sorts of um, uh, locations which you can swap back and forth between 
Cyberpunk Red and Cyberpunk 77. Wow, nice. It is an incredible application, and I'm so happy I found it, um, except for the fact that it completely trivialized the three hours I was planning on spending creating characters with the guys. Oh, like, <laughs> I actually, oh, okay. one of my favorite things to do in a role-playing game is that first session where you're sitting there and creating yes. your characters and you're doing random roles and seeing what pops up and then trying to build a story in your head around it as you're creating your character. And unfortunately, the one thing that this app does is completely trivialize that. Oh, which yeah. well, it, it's it's too bad, but I mean, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, for sure, it makes life so much easier for everybody, and you have a completely editable character on your phone that's your character. And then, the, as the GM, I have access to everyone's characters and all the NPCs that I create, which which again can be created on the fly as I need to bring them up in the game. It is a fantastic tool. Going that I, I I like because you know even like even okay in person is different but for um, um, for roll twenty it takes it takes a long time to make NPCs mm -hmm. right because and it's also like uh, you know I like the I have like you're also the same thing you like a lot of open world sort of ideas yeah like if I want to do something okay go do that but it means it's also making harder um, to do NPCs when you're doing like that right. Because you're like, okay, uh, I'm gonna make it up for uh, his name is this, and he's does this, and you know. E so e yeah, even, even better than that, this will actually create the uh, a scenario for you. If you if you need like a random encounter, you're coming up against some gangers. There there's a uh, encounter randomizer in built into the app as well for the in the GM tools. Again, you have to pay for that. It's a bit of extra. I just did. I just did housing. Like, okay, yeah. here's how much it costs for living on the streets. Like, it's it dude, I'm telling you, it is incredible. Wow, like it, it takes care of uh, uh, network architecture if you want to make a random network architecture for some uh, yes, I uh, saw that. hacker. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that's just amazing. And yeah. like night market, like okay, what do you want to buy? Here's what it is, this and this. The, Random encounter table. Oh, yeah, it, it is phenomenal. So I was super, super happy about that. Um, and it's going to make running this game so much easier in the long run, I think. Oh, wow. Gee, you, go, you can go begin the encounter. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is amazing. It gives their names. It gives yeah. stats. It's basically stuff for them. It's like everything. Like, everything. Is, like, yeah. yeah. Initiative. Oh, this is great. So I'm 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 actually really enjoying Cyberpunk Red as a system as well. Um, Cyberpunk 2020, like I said, I'm I'm more familiar with it, but I think Red might be a superior system, and I'm thinking maybe we should consider switching our C2020 game over. I I'd have no problem with that. Like, um, okay, it doesn't have like a lot. Of, remember how we, uh, my character is using some of the, um, the uh, this Nomad books to have a different sort of skill set. Sure. That's, I mean, it's not a big deal, but that's not there in the new one yet because it's just come out. Um, but I do like the way they do the skills better in uh, in the new one. Because mm -hmm. remember the old days of Solo was, oh, I add my, my reflexes plus this plus this so, you know, no one can hit me, right, almost? Yeah. That in here, in the role, in the Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk CP Red, you get allotted so many points of how you want to do it. So mm -hmm. if you want to make yourself faster, on your initiative you can but that's it but if you want to make or you can hit better like or shoot better or ignore to... crits that that's the or critical failures yeah, i mean that's that's exactly. the one i really liked mm -hmm. 
but yeah, so it, it gives you a um, a pool of points based on how how many points you have in your in that skill. So if you have yeah. if you have if you're at skill level four, you have four points to distribute, and there's and, like uh, five or six different things that you can put it into, and yes. um, and so it changes different aspects of how you interact with uh, with combat. So is yeah. is it is it going to make me hit better? Is it going to make me faster initiative combat? Is it going to make me uh, ignore critical hits well, against me? Is you can change it between missions. Yeah, right? or in between uh, encounters. And encounters, the, yeah. the cool thing is, um, unless you physically change it, it defaults to whatever it was previously set at. And you can still change it in-game, it just costs you an action. Yes. But it's still nice. It's still better than just the "I'm never going to be hit if, if you're shooting me." Yeah, and I like that no one starts with tens in any stats. Yes. No one starts in tens in any skill. Like the max skill you can get up to is six. The minimum mm -hmm. is two on a lot of skills, and you and it doubles the number of skills that are part of your career. So that yes. that really helps um, uh, round out the character. Yeah, like, and and kind of weed your points out. Like you you're forced to spend them in places so you don't have as many points accumulated to kind of really stack in one or two uh, abilities. Yeah. I've got a 10 gun. What else do you have? 10 dodge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then you're now un unkillable and you never miss. And it just that makes the game so but boring. Also, but you can't do anything else. Like you're one, you're one dimensional. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it reduces min-maxing a lot in this one. Yeah. And also like the, nom the nomads, it's no longer you get the family, you get a car. You get a vehicle that you modify. Mm -hmm. I ran it for a while in, in uh, Felicia. She had a special souped out dodge you know it had armor plating had guns you know? nice <laughs> you know so and it's again it's just like oh that's you get points to to do it's not money it's you just get points that you're saying okay i'm adding this into the car yeah and it's basically just stuff you scavenged from your family mm -hmm. so so the family aspect is still there for the nomads but it's more geared towards your a driver and the, and your special ability is that vehicle that you have access to. And depending yes. on who, you, uh, how big your family is, and how good you are in that family, or or how many points you put towards your your moto skill, uh, yes. you have access to more vehicles and even family members who will you know drive them to you and drop them off so you can swap them as you need it. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's 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 a pretty interesting special ability for the for the nomads. Oh yeah, I think that's really all I wanted to talk about. Um, for for what I've been up to, I, I, do, I do have one more thing that I'm going to bring up in uh, in news and rumors, but that's I'll save that for news and rumors. Okay, so the Cyberpunk twenty Cyberpunk Red was the thing that you were going like, oh, I got to talk about that, right? That's yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing I wanted to talk about in my uh, month in the hobby. Uh, I, there's something much more exciting, well, as exciting that I want to talk about for the next uh, in in news and rumors because it's it's something for the future. Why don't you start then? Okay. Uh, well, the first thing is I'm launching a new uh, podcast <laughs> that oh, I'm doing are. with my Thursday night game group, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's we're basically we're basically totally completely ripping off a uh, a, sh a live play show from the Gas Glass Cannon Network called New Game Who This, where um, for three or four sessions we're going to try a new game. So, um, like, we might start with CP Red. We might start with Aliens, the the new role playing game that came out from the the guys over in Norway, Sweden, wherever they're from. Um, basically, uh, 
you, the first episode is going to be, uh, we're going to pick a new game. We're going to go through character creation and, and do it incrementally so that you get, um, you, you build a character. And then the next couple of sessions will be a one shot and then we'll be done and then move on to the next game. And also it gives you an idea, like how well does it work for basic stuff? Right, right? exactly. Like, yeah. How, how good is the game for character creation? How uh, intricate is the character design? How, um, how good does the combat play out? Um, what are the skill checks like? So it'll give us a chance to really dive into the, how to play the game. And cool. we, we're, so our, my group is, we're kind of getting bored with the games we're actually playing. We're trying to figure out what we want to do. We don't really have a lot of time. So this will really help us focus on just a specific game for a short amount of time, and then we'll move on to the next thing. I don't have to be the GM all the time. Someone else can take over nice. GMing, so we'll, we'll everyone will get a chance to try new things. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, the name of the show, Totally Wicked Awesome Tabletop. And it's, it's, the name is actually an inside joke to, um, uh, to, these are friends that I met on a Geek Nation Tours tour. And while we were on that tour, we kept teasing Terrace, who, who runs Geek Nation Tours, about how we were going to start a, a competing tour company called Totally <laughs> Wicked Awesome Tours. And the, the, the acronym for that, of course, is TWA. <laughs> yes. And these are these are the friends that I made on that on those tours. So okay. we're we're calling our game totally wicked awesome tabletop. Now are you gonna put that through the out of the basement? Uh, yeah. So my plan, uh, and I I do need to talk to you guys about it because it, it's gonna eat up some of our bandwidth. But since we're pretty light on shows now, we only really do one show a month uh, for our main podcast. We haven't really we've only done I think one episode this year for review of the clones. Um, I haven't done anything with The Force is Not Always With You anymore, so that, that game is kind of dead. So we have a lot of uh, available bandwidth uh, or, or monthly upload space, so I, I figured I would I would do this uh, as part of the Out of the Basement podcast network. That, that sounds fun. Uh, and who I knows, one... we, we might invite other people to join us for like one-shots here and there. Well, especially since it's just it's just trial stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. And also, I could see this going. If we ever get into the boardroom again, you could do it live. Well, not live, but you know what I mean. You could have people physically around a desk. Um, it would be harder to do because, like, the main people who are involved in it, uh, two of them oh, are our American friends who, who one yeah. lives in Pennsylvania or uh, Delaware. You just said American. 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 Well, <laughs> you know. One of them lives in, like I said, North Carolina. One of them lives right. in uh, Pennsylvania. And then okay. another one is my uh, Canadian buddy, Matt, who, you, of course, you know Matt. He's a long friend of the show uh, on multiple uh, trivia um, episodes. Um, he, he's Canadian. He lives in uh, near Toronto, somewhere near Toronto. So it would be hard, more difficult for us to get together around the, uh, the table. Okay, to do but that's, that. still, that's still pretty cool. That'll be fun, yeah. They, and they said this way you can get more people here going for once in a while. Offer on Patreon, hey, you know, be a Patreon member to play in this. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We we could definitely uh, put a Patreon tier where you come or, or have that as our our twenty five dollars tier, uh, where come join us. Uh, we'll do you know three episodes over the course of a month. It'll be a one shot, and then maybe mm -hmm. next month you'll join us for a different game. Um, I was gonna say the only thing I have for well, I'm, that I can think of at the moment is the fact that uh, Pendragon, because we talked about earlier, Pendragon epi uh, 6 epi edition is going to be coming out next year. And is it going to be mainly based off of what they did for Paladin? Um, 
Because there were a lot of kind of tweaks to the Pendragon system so. for I, Paladin. Yeah, I think so. Um, some, like... some of which I don't like, which, like, you know, it makes sense as, as you start taking damage, your uh, ability to do your skills. Uh, gets... Yeah, but I missed the old one where because you were, you didn't care. You're like, you go into your unconscious. Yeah, you were basically you were. invincible until you dropped. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. That was sort of nice, the fact that you didn't care. I mean, it, you still took forever to recover, mm -hmm. but you weren't. You were you were the type of guy that you know you can fight through this. You don't you don't care if you're injured or not. Yeah. Um, but they they balance that off with the fact that now when you do your passion roll, every single skill right is increased. Yeah, that that does make a huge difference. Before you were really concentrating on this is the one That's thing the one. that I'm doing well because of this role. Uh, I do have um, one other news and rumor that I want to talk about, and mm -hmm. it, it evolves um, Diablo 4. Uh, I, this is probably information that people had beforehand, but I recently just found out about this. Um, so I was involved, or I'm, I'm playing on my phone the Diablo Immortal game, which is a, a, a basically a mobile version of... Yeah, which, I, which fans got, like, Diablo hardcore fans got real... Yeah, so it, it, it does have issues, but because it's a, a phone app, um, it, it does things like, um, uh, oh my god, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on their names. Um, those those things where you, there's a track and you get certain points by accomplishing things and then you unlock things along this track and there's like a free, free track and there's a paid track that goes along with it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, they're not they're not leaderboards they're not loot boxes they're oh god damn it i'm completely blanking on their name uh battle passes they, they, there's a battle pass aspect to it. okay so diablo 4 is going to be a standalone persistent universe where everyone plays on a server so as you're running around doing things in the game there will be other people running around doing things in the game and you have the ability to interact with them or completely ignore them if you want, but but they're in your area as you're playing the game. Okay. It's not like Diablo as it is now, where you play on your own unless you invite someone to join you and then the four of you kind of play together because you've started up as a team. So I, I am not a fan of this model of gaming where it's an online, constantly persistent world where yeah. you're forced to interact with other players. I know this is a yeah. multiplayer game and you're supposed to be interacting with other players. I don't but care. No. I don't. I, that's not how I want to play. I think yeah. I might. And the, more importantly, it's not a free game where you pay a monthly fee to subscribe to play or where you pay a monthly fee to do this 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 um, battle pass. It's a yeah. it's a high cost initial payment just to buy the game outright and then you're still subjected to paying on a monthly basis or whatever the basis is to, to do this this battle pass as well so it's no. it's it's a complete no. cash grab i i hate everything about it i think i'm going to be completely boycotting um diablo 4. well and i don't blame you because we're all the same like you know like we like playing together but i don't want to have to be forced to like play with people who are just out there to screw over with you because there yeah. were other games where it's like oh i'm here oh i'm killing you but i just started like, could, like or but not not just i'm killing you i'm stealing or i'm taking away from you a target that you needed to complete a uh, mission yes right so i i hit him first i get the the credit for killing that you get no credit for killing that and now you have to go find another another whatever to to 
to go and kill yourself, but there's 18 other people who are playing in the same zone because you all started playing around the same time, and everyone's doing going out to get the exact same missions. So it's I, I hate everything about that kind of online persistent world. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Oh, uh, just on a side note, mm -hmm. uh, one of the games that came about with Tony's discussion with Eric and Bruce was Bushido. Okay. Do you remember the old Bushido game? I do remember the old Bushido. I, in fact, um, sought out and uh, picked up a copy of the old Bushido game um, maybe five or six years ago at one of those um, uh, like swaps, or... swap meets oh, or, yeah. or whatever. But um, so, yeah, so I actually have a copy of Bushido kicking around here somewhere. Yeah, I, I forgot. It's It's interesting, but it's like a lot of there's a lot of math there sometimes yeah it's well it's an old school game right so it's, it's a game from the 80s and it really feels like a game from the 80s yes. where where everything was was kind of intricate down to the you know, the calculations that were required and the, and the math that needs to go into like do you remember the old um uh starfleet battles game like that thing was so complicated that it's so daunting that people never wanted to play it and it took oh, yeah, you five hours to play a game or more, like because mm -hmm. yeah, each I I pull it, you pull it. Your man, your freaking huge like two inch binder of rules for your race, right? And it's like okay, well in this subsection two point five point nine point three point A, and it's written like a manual. Yeah, freaking manual. It's like oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I was looking at Bushido, but I'm like Legend of the Five Rings. We played a bit. So I'm a big fan of the Legend of the Five Rings IP. Uh, not necessarily a fan of what the direction they took the game in the later, um, uh, oh, later editions. editions, yeah. Because oh, okay. it's it's really they kind of went almost uh, D20. Like like it's it, it feels uh, like almost like a D20 game. I, I don't like the direction they took it. Yeah, because I'm I'm running fifth edition D and D. And I have issues with it because, like, okay, you get beat up, you're almost down to one hit point. You do a long rest, you're all, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. And and I was watching a funny, well, not funny, but it was funny to me. But he was trying to be serious because, like, because he was saying that death saves, like, you know, if people did do their own death saves, so they're not really afraid of them anymore. So he's like, well, as a GM, I roll it, so they're not sure clo how close they are to dying. Like, this makes it really frightening. I'm like, you want frightening? Play old school D&D. &D. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no such even, thing as a death save. <laughs> there's no... It's, it's, it's like, well, there is one. There's one. <laughs> you get one death save. <laughs> Period. If you fail, you're dead. That's a home rule, but it's like basically you get one, it's off your death save, but the death save for some people is a 16. Depends on your class. Okay. Like it's not like a 10. It's, oh, my death save is a 16. Oh, can you roll better than a 16? No, nope, you're dead. And it's also like, you're a mage. You have D4 hit points to start with. Yeah, that's that's the best part. The crazy <laughs> amount of hit points. And you're only rolling 3D6 for your stats. Period. Not four and drop the you know lowest. It's you roll three. <laughs> no, as as early as second edition, we were doing four. Drop the drop the lowest. Oh, no, this is this not. We're not. I'm talking OSC. Oh, you're original. you're talking the original. The box edition. Where? Gotcha. What's your what's your class? I'm an elf. Yeah, know, yeah. Elf class. is a class. <laughs> elf is a class. I'm a dwarf. That's my that's my class. I'm a dwarf. Yep. I'm like okay. Um. So there's some things like, I mean, like I don't. I can understand. Is D20, especially nowadays, 5th edition, is definitely, your it's fantasy superheroes. Yeah, for sure. That's 100%. It's, it's a fantasy superhero. 
Um, but if I want superheroes, I'll play a superhero game. Like I'll play Rifts or something else. Well, so I'm... it's it's funny you say that. I'm I was listening to a another podcast uh, called the Adventuring Network, our Adventuring Academy, by um, people who run a different online role playing game network, um, where they do like live play shows. Uh, but these guys are all actors and, and voice actors and like um, uh, trained improv artists, and they do put on amazing yeah. programs. Um, they were talking about how uh, you can play a superhero game by using D and D rules. So you, yeah. you you can just it requires just minor minor tweaking if you want to play a, a superhero game. Iceman. That that's a um, a wizard, um, oh. Wolverine, Berserker, right? It's just a barbarian. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, With yeah. It's it's so so easy to tweak it minorly in in order to make it a, a superhero game, and and that's what that's what this one guy was doing. He has an entire campaign based in modern day with superheroes using D and D. Actually, yeah, you're right. I could see it very easily because you're right. It just it makes sense because. Yeah. And if you're if you're playing at that kind of power level where you're almost impossible to kill, you require you recover very quickly from damage, and you're you know mm -hmm. you're up to fight again the next uh, the next day, then it's 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 a good game for that kind of setting. It's not a good game for a gritty hardcore um, uh, fantasy. Fan not even fantasy, like medieval simulator, or you yeah. could never do Pendragon using D and D. Oh God, no. No, because Pendragon, I'm injured. When you're, uh, I'll be, I'll be awake in two weeks. Yeah, I'll be awake in two weeks. I won't be fully healed for two and a half months yeah, because I took a giant stab to the side with a spear, and it takes a long time to recover from something like that. It's like, oh wait, well you're awake. Guess what? We're going on a new mission, new campaign. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's good. that's one of the things about Eric's campaigns is it's all the time go go go, no recovery, and you're always yeah. like on the edge of death. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm conscious by two points, yeah. which I'm, I'm that much closer to death. Please okay. don't hit me. Nope, strap you into your, uh, into your, um, yep. in, onto your horse, yeah. strap a yep. shield to your side, here's your lance, go forth. No. <laughs> I'm incompetent. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, so that, but that's, uh, so that's why I'm hoping not, not to play D&D if they with the guys here. Mm -hmm. and, and, and do something to introduce them to new games. Introduce some new games, yeah. Nice. I and I was it. also thinking, hoping to ask them if they would not mind streaming it or recording it. So we'd have at least some something to offer for out of the basement as well. Sure. It's like you know, you know, even if it's once a month, you know, like here, here's some, here's some, not the entire gameplay, but just like snippets. You know what I mean? Like sure. Just Th things stuff. that are interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool bits of role play. Um, <laughs> incredible roles that happen. Sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, something else about news and uh, rumors, or that we should tell people. Mm -hmm. uh, it does look like CTC is coming back for 2023. Yeah, we keep meaning to invite Joe onto the podcast and talk about it, and it's it, we just haven't had a chance to do that. I know in October I didn't make it because of Fiona, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you guys tried. It failed to do the. Um, live in person because the mixer was having issues and stuff yeah that was unfortunate i was really looking forward to that mm -hmm. so uh yeah we'll have to talk to to, to joe because um i'm not sure if i'll be able to make it for that just because of personal stuff going on you're not going to fly back just to hang out with us for a weekend no. uh so anyways yeah unfortunately i, I probably will, may not make it to um the may ctc 2023 uh, but so far, it's looking like it's going off the ground pretty well. Uh, people are getting vendors, 
in game setup in that. So I really, uh, I, I really should set up a game for that. Yes. Yes, especially now that we have uh, different options of the games. Um, I think once if you can get your new twat going, <laughs> it's twat t t t. By the way, sorry, sorry. T W A tabletop is how I'm going to shorten it. Okay. Um, but yeah, but just yeah. know in, in the back of your mind, it, it is twat. It is twat. Yeah. So if you can get that going uh, before and or enter in and bring it into you know, CTC 2023, mm -hmm. right? It's like, hey guys, I offer, we have these games to play. We'll run them, one shots, right? And just get people into the role play. And then also what we could do then is, well, this is again stuff we'll have to edit out, but we'll set up a table for you to run or someone to run and we'll have, it's like, okay, if we're here, we're gonna be live, do you mind that? If they do, we won't do it, but if they don't mind being live, that's what our stream will be. Sure. Yeah, we'll look, we can cut over and then cut back to uh, other things. Like, let's see how Dev's doing with the Star Wars. Ah, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I don't have anything for segment. I don't, we haven't had a segment three for a while. Well, I mean, that, that Diablo talk was kind of a segment three brand for me. Yeah. Um,. And me, it was just because I was watching, because people were talking about Bruce Willis, of how he was doing, you know, he's only showing up for a couple of episodes, or a couple of minutes in the game, in the, sorry, in the game, in a movie. Mm -hmm. But I'm realizing a lot of actors do that, and I can't blame the actors, right? Like, if they make a name enough for themselves that people are willing to pay them a million dollars or whatever for a day's work. Yeah, for a little cameo here and there. You know, like I was saying for Danny Trejo, he's there like a two minutes, three minutes at max for one movie. But if you get paid well, I can't blame the guy. Nope, not at all. You know, and yes, we watched the movie because it said to any Trejo. So we're like, yeah, we'll watch it. And so, it did exactly what it meant, what he meant to it, do. Exactly. It's worth every penny. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, people go, oh, it's just a ripoff. It's like, well, it's business, right? The movie industry is an industry. It's mm -hmm. a business. And if, if I could get paid a million dollars to show up for even a week, I'd be like, sure. I don't care. I'm only in it for a minute. I don't care. Pay me. I know it's never going to happen, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those ones like, I can't blame actors for doing it. Nope. You know, and especially once they start getting older, they're realizing, okay, I don't have too much longer to do movies. Give me what you can do. Pay, pay me what I can get away with. But this has been fun, Tiff. It, I know it's only been you and I for the whole, most of the podcast. It's It's been a long time since we've done just a small group. Usually there's a lot of us. Everyone's kind of talking over each other. It's going to get much worse when we finally start doing it in person again. So, yeah, this this has been yes. good. I've, I've enjoyed it. And unlike the, you know, a couple episodes ago where it was three and a half hours before we were done, we're in a, like a quick, a cool minute and a half, or hour and a half. This is fine. And uh, Dwayne, thanks for listening. <laughs> well, also, thanks for actually popping on and, and joining us, even though you yes. completely forgot we were supposed to be recording. And we told you last minute, and you just made do and, and joined us. Yeah, hats off to you, Dwayne, mm -hmm. for that. And, and didn't um, just and sit there and play another video game with uh, other people. He is finally off, by the way. I know, passive aggressiveness. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, he'll never know. He'll never know. Um, and, uh, and thanks 
the other listeners, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Oh, next year, actually, news and rumors. Our next one, which we're going to announce, is our 10th anniversary. Correct, yeah. This is our, our technically our, our October um, episode, and our November episode is the 10th anniversary episode. So uh, stay tuned um, after we sign off here, because there's the semifinal battles for the 10th anniversary trivia extravaganza. Uh, that will be on this episode. And, I, uh, I'm so sorry, we'll be there for <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, and then the next episode after that, uh, the, the 10th anniversary episode, will be the final, and it's going to be done live as part of the uh, podcast recording. It's going to be epic. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Oh, yeah, same here. All right. All right. See you next time.